Hello, my fellow podcast listeners. I know that it's been a very hot minute since I last recorded and uploaded an episode. Um, I think it's safe to say that life got pretty crazy after my last episode. But we're not really surprised because that's just the way life is. One day, everything is normal. You're going with the flow, getting responsibilities done. And then the next day, life just hits you like a bus. So basically, to catch you all up on where I last ended, I think my spring semester was about to end and then i said that i would upload another episode talking about my thoughts about my first year in the mssw program at ut austin although i do still plan on recording that episode i just want to talk about where i was and just a topic that's been in my head for a long time now and especially this semester that I'm taking classes that are making me really think about this so basically right after that last episode my grandfather passed away and he was already um, pretty old We didn't see it coming, obviously, because you never know when someone's actually going to pass away. But it was something that we expected sooner rather than later. He was already of old age, like I mentioned. He was pretty sick. You can tell he just wanted to be resting he was tired of being a burden to everyone although he wasn't in his mind he was he was used to always taking care of my grandma and my cousin and you know being the provider like most men are in my family at least and so He was getting to that point where he was just ready. Unfortunately, that day came and we had to pretty much prepare for that. It was really difficult because he was in the United States, but as an asylum seeker and his status was still pending on whether he would be able to stay here in the U.S. or if my grandma and him had to go back to Mexico where they originally were from. Unfortunately, he did not make it to that day um, and he was not able to attend his court hearing. So when he passed, we knew we had to bury him in Juarez because that's where he grew up that's where he longed to be and it was the right thing to do it was very 
very very sad because my grandma was not able to go i remember being so angry because i didn't understand that well obviously i do understand it's just not fair the way that immigration laws work and the way that people's status is based upon where they were born not what they have done or how that country has impacted them i spoke to some immigration officers by the border and asked them if there was any way that there could be a probation officer at the funeral supervising my grandma to make sure that she'd come back obviously she was planning on coming back to the u.s she has no desire to be in Juarez by herself, especially now that my grandpa's gone. But of course, to no surprise, they were very dismissing of my family situation. And I know that there are plenty of other families that have gone through this, that have been separated for years. And I am lucky that I got to spend these last few years with my grandpa without having to worry about being apart and not being able to be in the same country or not being able to see each other. It's still very hard though, but um, that all happened. And at the same time, I found out that I am pregnant. Um, as I'm recording this, I am already six months pregnant, but I found out back when I was only like four or five weeks. So I found out pretty early. Um, and yeah, that was another really big shock and something really difficult to process because when while one life was ending a new one was beginning and i just couldn't really wrap my head around that idea or feel happy about it and so i remained unhappy for a very very long time before getting pregnant I obviously knew I wanted children. I knew I wanted a family, specifically, and more so after meeting Brian. I knew that he was the man I wanted to spend my life with and raise children with, but I just didn't think it was going to be as soon as it was. Um, we had gone on a trip to Guadalajara and the entire time I just wanted to be back at the hotel for those that for those of you that have me on social media and like saw my videos of us like taking shots and like being out and about it's obviously not how our entire day 
was that's not how our entire entire trip was that just further confirms that social media doesn't tell you about everything that a person thinks about or goes through uh, majority of the time when we weren't out exploring i just wanted to be napping i just wanted to be in the hotel i didn't want to go out i just wanted to be resting with brian and part of me had a feeling that obviously that wasn't like me as i am usually someone that likes adventure and likes to explore especially um, in a place where i've never been to before but that week i just could not part of me was like am i just down because of my grandpa's passing the funeral was still up in the air um my family was still arranging everything and there was this sort of a sense of guilt of like why am i out of town while my family is like trying to figure this out although there was nothing any of us could do all we had to do was wait i still felt a sense of guilt and the other part of me was like um i may be pregnant like <laughs> there's no way i feel this exhausted but we couldn't really find a pharmacy that had pregnancy tests and i hadn't been like nauseous or the typical symptoms that women get weren't appearing yet so i was like uh i'll just do it once we're back in el paso and also forgot to mention i was on birth control at the time so i was like uh it could be a possibility i'm aware of that but i've taken a million tests while on birth control and they've all been negative so far and i think i had just taken one like a month prior to that that was and it was negative so I was like, uh, I need to stop taking them so freaking often. So yeah, we went on that trip. And then the day that we got back, um, we pretty much just rested and like tried to catch up on life because we both had work the very next day. But at the time I was working from home and I just had this like, feeling that i had to take tests so that i could stop thinking about it so during my break um my lunch break i went to the store and i picked up some well actually no i had a pregnancy test from the ones i had taken previously but i think i was so nervous that i completely messed it up i don't think i peed enough so it was just an, like a blank test. So I was like, okay, I have to go get tests now. So I went to the store and then I bought like five. And I took the first one. And that test turned positive immediately. And I was like, this is not happening. <laughs> like, what the heck? just a month ago i wasn't pregnant like how is this happening so in disbelief i took another test positive again took another one and it was positive 
And at this point, I was like, okay, girl, like, how many more positives do you need to accept that, like, you are pregnant? And immediately, I was so overwhelmed. I don't know if I was, like, excited or nervous, but I just knew I had to tell Brian that day. So for the remainder of time of my lunch, I went over to Target. And it was so funny because my sister dropped off my niece that morning. So she came with me to Target. And she's such a smart little girl that notices everything. So I had to tell her that the baby stuff that I was buying was for my friend. Because I knew that if she told my sister like, oh, Daisy was buying baby stuff at the store, my sister was going to guess it. So I had to lie to her and I made a little box with a little baby onesie, some little socks and like a little koala blanket, I think it was. And then the three pregnancy tests. And that afternoon, I just told Brian and we were so overwhelmed that we were like, okay, we need to tell people but should we now and he was like well i have to tell my dad because my dad's my best friend and so he did and i was like well now that you told your dad we have to wait for your mom and tell her too because obviously that's not fair and so we told her and after that we told my entire family which is a lot of people we told my mom and my younger siblings first and then after that, my older sister came over with my nieces and my brother-in-law. And then the next day, I told my aunt and my dad. And then the day after that, I told both of my grandmas. And so, yeah, that was that. Everyone was extremely excited. For those of you that have me on Instagram, you probably saw all of their wonderful reactions and although I will forever treasure their reactions I was very scared and after all of the adrenaline went away I was like holy shit like this is happening like this can't be and for the longest time I did not want it to be true. I kept going back and forth about whether I should have an abortion or not. And although I don't need to explain my reasonings, my reasons were that I was about to finish grad school. I am only 23 and what was everyone and in my professional life gonna think of me my family was clearly really happy but because they're used to a big family they already wanted grandchildren for me and the women in my life had children pretty early on and so that wasn't a problem but the way society views pregnant women and the roles we take is 
very different than what my culture and my family sees it as and so I immediately started freaking out and I felt a sense of empowerment by thinking about having an abortion and going through with it in the sense that if I do this I will be I will be doing but what a lot of younger generations could not do. I'm doing what a lot of generations moving forward from me will not get to do because they can't speak out about what they want. And with all these new laws coming out, I was just like, you see, like women are just depressed. Like we can't do what we want with our own bodies. And so the more people told me no, the more I wanted to do it. And the more people tried to justify my fear, the more I didn't want to listen to them. And I remember I remember telling my my older sister first. My younger sister knew, but of course she thinks very much like me and she supports me in everything that I think about. So I knew that it wasn't going to be an issue to t- an issue to talk about that with her. But when I told my older sister, it was very different and I understand she's a mom, so I knew her views were going to come from that. And I knew that because she's wanted to be an aunt for so long that it was going to hurt her a lot. And obviously that's the last thing I wanted to do. But in the moment, I just did not want to be pregnant. Then I told my mom and yeah, it was just a whole thing of like them trying to like convince me of why I would regret that decision and why I shouldn't do it and in my head I was like no I want to like I can't do it I'm too scared like this isn't for me I need to be ready but reality is you're never ready to be a mom you're never ready to be a parent you're never ready to do anything that you don't know about you kind of just have to learn as you go and adapt but I still kept in mind that bringing a life into this world is a big responsibility and if I did decide to go through with it it was because I wholeheartedly wanted to and I would be ready to take on that challenge and so finally we did decide to keep her we didn't know it was the baby was a her at the time but I think I was like 13 weeks when we officially decided to begin embracing this idea of being parents and me moving to Austin by myself with my baby and me away from my family and away from my partner. 
um since then it's been beautiful but really really scary at the same time i think that pregnant women or women that have had children or have had miscarriages or abortions um, can relate to this that you are in constant fear about your baby's health because although you feel them moving in you although your doctor tells you like everything is fine like you have a healthy baby there's still a piece of you that is like oh my god like i will not be able to breathe and really feel at ease until like i have that baby in my hands and that's exactly how i feel right now i feel this little princess moving in me every single day thankfully especially at night once i'm like <laughs> laying down and a little more relaxed after a long day i can feel her and to me that's like the most beautiful feeling in the world because it reassures that she's there but i'm also very terrified of that feeling being taken from me and a part of me feels guilt all the time for the thoughts that i did have at the beginning of my pregnancy and i sort of feel like well if anything were to happen is it because i spoke all of these wishes into existence do i deserve this like i don't know it's just a weird feeling to have and it's super scary but it just m makes me think like how much women go through. In my grief and loss class, we talked about prenatal loss and just how women and their partners and their families, of course, feel a lot of pain with loss related to a child. And that oftentimes women are told how long they can grieve this type of loss for especially because we never or women that have lost their babies have never had the chance to actually see their baby that they never knew what their personality was like or what they even sounded like or looked like and all these things that clearly shouldn't be that way because we start to feel that attachment from the beginning they are a part of us and so it's really 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 hard to even think about that happening but that is where i'm at right now where i'm living with fear and guilt and it's not a fun time but if any mom out there is 
feeling this way or has ever felt this way. I just wanted to say that women are just superior. <laughs> like the shit we go through, the shit we are able to put up with and move past is just incredible. And whether you have had an abortion or have miscarried or you grieve the loss of yourself and your life before your baby, it's okay. No one has the right to tell you that your grief is not valid. Nobody has the right to tell you that you can't feel like you miss your life before you had your baby. Nobody can tell you what to feel, bottom line. Nobody can tell you how long to grieve for and what that's supposed to look like. But yeah, that was my little rant and my update, my very long update. <laughs> So I'm currently in Austin, Texas. I've been here since the last week of August, I think. And I will be here until the second week of December. That's when the semester ends. Every day feels a little brutal, I'm not gonna lie. It's really hard being away from home and from Brian during my pregnancy but I know that every single struggle is worth it and my baby is worth everything that I am going through right now and more but I'm hoping I can do an update soon about what the program was like and hopefully my next update isn't like seven months later like this one maybe i'll have graduated by the next time i update you guys on the program i'm kidding no i'm gonna try my best to be better about this it was just a wild time and then on top of that like just covid life is just so weird but yeah, if you're still here, I want to say thank you for listening. I hope that you can share your thoughts with me about this episode. Maybe you know someone that experienced something similar. Or maybe you're currently experiencing it. As always, I am here to talk. And if you ever need a friend i will be here thank you guys and i will talk to you in my next episode